0: I am not impressed by your position, title, or money. I am impressed by how you treat others. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Facebook, or Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks, completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. I am not impressed by your position, title, or money. I am impressed by how you treat others. Are you looking for the external in your relationships? Or are you attempting to portray yourself as somebody who has it all together externally? That seems to be the subject of today's episode. This particular quote does impress me in the sense that it does emphasize, obviously, the the biggest drawbacks of focusing heavily on external things rather than our character. And one thing that is particularly, um, I don't want to say interesting about our culture, but becoming more and more prominent in our culture is the idea that we need to look impressive in everything that we do. And we chase status. You know, and a lot of people, we basically, we literally have an entire entire social networks that are revolved around the idea that we accumulate followers and people follow an image of ourselves so we are incentivized culturally to create an image of ourselves that is worth following and obviously the temptation here is when we're on social media or whatever platform it is is that we transform ourselves into something that we're not so that we can accumulate more followers. And the the most obvious currency and this has existed for a really long time in societies is one of position, title or money. Our position obviously would be where we are on the hierarchy or the social hierarchy, it's whether we're um you know high in our status culturally you know, obviously people chase what's called like celebrity status. The the new word that I'm not a huge fan of is people are considered influencers. Ugh, I hate the word. <laughs> are you an influencer? I, I just I'm not saying I'm not insulting people who are influencers. I'm just saying that the the word itself Twists me up a little bit inside the idea that we are we elevate people to the position of influencer. I I I I get nervous by that title because I I don't want people to follow me on that level, you know. I I appreciate when people find what I I say to have some value to it, but this idea that we hold persuasion over other people and that we're creating. A society in which that is the status to chase is to chase the core character of having control and influence over people. So our influence influencers are manipulators in a lot of ways. So like if we say, Oh, I'm an I'm a social media influencer, it's like, well, I'm a you know, we gotta be careful with titles like that because it means like, okay, I'm a I'm a manipulator. You know, like in in my way, I, I I hold influence over people, in whatever corner of the internet that I hold. And the reason I just don't like the title is because I I don't I don't like the idea that we structure our entire lives around becoming an image or an idol in which we hold sway over other individuals. Now it is customary I mean there's there's some value in this I mean it is customary for us to find people who are of authority and I don't mind the authority title as much as the influencer a title like the authority title is like okay I seek somebody out who's an expert in this area or somebody who's sharpened themselves and become incredibly talented in a specific area and then I follow them and they do hold an influence over me but that that influence isn't one of of manipulation it's one of skill right so it's a merit-based position and so we follow certain people who are proficient at what they do so that we can become better at what we do i don't know it just seems something superficial about this influencer title rather than authority but then again what's the option there right what do we call people authoritarians it's like whoa that word's got its own (laughs) set of negative connotations we can't call people authoritarians on subjects so I guess influencers the best word we got at least for the moment but the question is is do we do do we look at these idols do we look at these specific people and do we allow them as individuals to hold sway over us or are we outsourcing our decision-making to other people so something we need to always be careful of is, is to outsource all of our thinking to other people who are authorities or are influencers in our life, right? So we don't want to let everybody do our thinking for us. And this is hard, right? Because there's so many subjects out there that we know so little about that in a way, it's the only way we can make sense of the world, is as, as we if we if we tap into sources. That, that help us navigate world issues. And so it's only natural to have a desire to seek somebody out who, who we can trust, who is an authority on that topic. The reason we need to be careful is if we take this to the extreme, we blindly accept people and their opinions and their positions as our own. So if we adopt them as our own, this can become a dangerous precedent to set because we are set, because we are making our decisions based upon other people's experience, not our own. So while I do think there's there's immense value in in having a person of authority or of influence in our lives, that is a specific of a specific position. We need to be careful not to have that be the not to put all of our eggs in one basket, so to speak. Not to formulate all of our opinions and experience based on one individual, especially if they're human, right? Because we all are flawed. But it does take a tremendous amount of effort to have a well-rounded view on things. And it is easier just to listen to somebody and then parrot whatever they say. Positions, title, and money are the most obvious things we can chase. We can chase them for ourselves because they can give us that feedback that comes with the benefits, the societal benefits and praise and accolades that comes with having that prestigious position, title, or money. But we attract what we gravitate toward. So in other words, if I'm gravitating toward the superficial, if I'm gravitating toward toward only positions, titles, or money, and that's something that I chase— Then the type of people I'm going to draw into myself, the circle that I surround myself with, the friends that I make, are going to be superficial as well. It's like an an inevitable consequence. So if I just parrot other people with prestigious titles and money and positions, then I just attract other parrots. Now, on the other hand, we could value something deeper than the superficial. You know, we could we could value that thing on the inside that the heart thing, the uh, the character of the indi- of the individual. And that's where that second part of that quote really kind of shines is, is I'm not impre- I'm impressed by how you treat others, how we treat others and how other people treat others is a sign of character. Right. So. The quote does call us to look deeper, It calls us to look to look below the surface, and when it comes to the internet, this is a difficult thing to do. Like, how do we extract the heart from the image? Because in most cases, we do not know people. Arguably, we never really, truly know people. Like, we—I I believe, in my opinion, we barely know ourselves. So the idea that we can somehow miraculously know others is to me, unrealistic. I mean, to know them very well. I don't think it's impossible. I mean, we, we know others by how they treat others, right? So that's how we can we can really kind of extract the character. You know, what do people focus their time and energy on? If people spend all of their time and energy chasing positions, title, or money, is that really what we want to model ourselves after? We're going to dig into that a little bit more, but first, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out, because you listen to this show for a limited time and get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of this free 30-day trial for my listeners. That's right. For 30 days, you get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours, too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up right now. I struggle with this. I do struggle with this um, position titles or money thing. I think all human beings do, right? We, we want We want to be good at something. We want people to look at us as experts at something. You know, and even as I speak, uh, I, I noticed that my heart kind of twists a little bit on this one because I, you know, I'm I'm guilty of the same thing. I think the social media culture does make that a temptation for everybody. It's like, oh, well, I want to be followed by millions of people and I want them to effectively worship me. And <laughs> unfortunately, that ta- that plays into my unhealthy God complex that I tend to trend toward. And that's not a healthy place to be either. It's because it's like, really, do I want to sit here and do I really want to have that kind of sway over people? Do I want that kind of responsibility? You know, because people are individuals and they're impressionable and, 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 and there's a, there's a responsibility that comes with having an influencer position. And for people who take that responsibility seriously, that's, that's a heavy burden. You know, the, those are the true leaders of the world and you know them, you, you've met your boss, uh, you. If you've ever had a good boss or a good friend, or maybe you have a good pastor at your church, or maybe you have a good teacher at your school, you know these types of people. You can tell they carry around the burden of of the influence they have. Because they know that, that at the end of the day, they are compassionate about the people who follow them. And that is a sign of character. You know, they don't chase the position for the position's sake. They genuinely want to help people. And these people, can be hard, they can be hard to spot, but when you spot them, these are the people you want around you, you want to surround yourself with. You want to found, surround yourself with people who have a degree of humility in which they understand the weight of their influence and they understand that that influence has consequences because they are going to share with you the truth, first of all, because they care enough about you to be honest. And then second of all, they are going to weigh their decisions. They're going to take that into account. And there's plenty of people out here who do this. They they genuinely care about the people who they are, quote unquote, influencing, the influencers, right? They are arguably more, they more have, they have a spirit closer that I would say is to a a teacher, right? Where they want to. They want to bring people into the fold. They want want people to understand why they have the positions they have on issues and on on expertise and on the authority of whatever position they have. They tend to have the heart of a teacher. Because they don't they don't want people to blindly follow them, right? They want people to understand why does they believe what they believe. And then they want people to choose whether or not they follow them. And follow their opinions or follow their advice. They have more of a persuasive disposition than a coercive. For those of you who don't know, persuasion is the act of actually trying to convince somebody to your side or win them over. Coercion is attempting to compel people by their position of authority. In other words, you're they're trying to say, because I'm in a position of authority, you should believe me simply based on that authority. If you know somebody like this or you have somebody like this who's in, in your circle and they use their own authority as the source. Run, you know, run like the hills, run for the hills, sorry, run like the wind for the hills. This is a this is a dangerous, dangerous game there that, that you're playing because it's it does remind me of that Bible verse. It's the blind. If, if the blind lead the blind, they'll both fall into a pit. You know, and and even a leader who's not fully blind, but is kind of at least blinded by their own vision, they can fall in the, fall off a cliff too. You know, it doesn't mean leaders won't make mistakes, right? But you want you if you're going to follow somebody, you want somebody who has a heart that's soft enough to to realize that they're on the wrong wrong track, or or that they will concede that they're wrong about something so that they don't continue to blindly stretch down the path of lies and deceit so so you it's something to be aware of make sure you focus not only on people by their position title or money and this idea of a grifter i don't know if you've heard the term grifter but it's more somebody who takes advantage of an opportunity or takes advantage of people or a movement they use They use compelling cultural ideas to take advantage of others. And, and they've existed forever. The word's becoming more popular on the internet. But because of the nature of social media, it becomes incredibly easy to be a liar. You know, it's easier for liars and manipulators to get away with it because they have that detached position from the people that they're, they're, they're manipulating. So they don't see firsthand the consequences of that manipulation. It also allows people to hold positions without the consequences of those positions being readily apparent. If you lead a close personal friend down the long road, you give them bad advice, and then you witness firsthand what happens to that friend in the days following your bad advice, you're more likely to sit back and go, wait a minute, maybe that wasn't the best advice. And you can actually take that feedback and and revise it. Now, social media, on the other hand, creates a system in which you can dump your advice or parrot advice and never actually witness the consequences of that advice. So you don't really know the damage and impact you're having on people firsthand, which makes it incredibly easy to continue to double down on bad decision making. This permeates all social media culture at the moment because people who are in positions of power and influence can make decisions and, and express moral authority and give advice and never actually witness what happens after the fact, at least not firsthand This allows that that nasty confirmation bias to slip in where they will only look at the good things that came from what they said and not the bad. And so it, it kind of insulates people into their echo chambers simply by accident because we have it by nature. We don't want to think that the things we're saying have a negative impact on people. Right. So we gravitate toward the positive feedback It's like, oh, look, I helped that person. It's all my it's all me. I'm great. And so social media does allow us to inflate our egos in that in that respect. Man, the more I think about social media, the more I I wonder if it's really sustainable in the long run for or I don't even know if the word sustainable, if it's healthy. The sheer detachment of it really kind of is a sobering reality that we all have to reconcile. Like I don't want to get, I don't want to assume that the people who are negative influencers are doing it on purpose all the time. I don't think that that's fair. I think we need, do need to give people grace. And I think because people are at different stages of their life and of their growth, they may become an influencer in an area and they may persuade thousands or millions of people down the wrong path, but simply by accident, you know motives matter and and it could be that at that stage of their life that's what they believe to be true, and so they are in positions of influence and power and they may not be they may not have the character necessary or yet they may not have it yet to leverage that influence properly. And so it's really it's really easy to vilify people when they their motives may not be in line with what you believe their motives are. So it's it's easy to look at somebody who's an influencer and they say something that's terrible advice and lead a bunch of people down the path of lies but in 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 that moment they may have just been honest. And even if their honesty is not correct, it's still honesty. And this is why it's important, I believe, to, to have our own opinions about things. And to it's good to have authorities in our life so that we can learn new areas. But it's incredibly important to formulate our own thoughts on things. If we're going to express our opinions on issues. You know, I mean, uh, because if if we don't formulate our own thoughts, we are at risk of parroting other people who may not have grown in that area to the point where they need to be. So, as always, the the proper practice is to stop and reflect before we express our opinion on things. We have to ask ourselves whether or not these are, Whatever it is we are pursuing is truth. And this can be, this can take an immense amount of work, right? So in, in a lot of ways, it is better just to be silent on a lot of issues. You know, at least until we formulated what we believe to be a good, solid, consistent view on it. And if that's the case, then in most cases, we will all be silent on a lot of issues. And it really is a frustrating aspect of the human condition is we can't be an expert on everything. It's frustrating, but it's also realistic because we are social creatures and that's why we need each other. And so we always have to constantly balance this extreme. But there's an entire segment of the population who will chase titles, position and money because titles, position and money do put them in a position of power position translates into power titles translate into power money translates into power but power is a is a tool if we don't have the hearts that are appropriate to use this tool in a constructive way and you pour I don't know if you guys have heard of the the series the curse of the lottery it might be a little after everybody's time it's kind of an older documentary I think it was And what it was is it showed what happened when people won the lottery and and it's amazing to see that it destroys most people's lives or many people's lives because like everybody wishes like oh man I wish I had a multi-million dollars suddenly overnight imagine the good I could do imagine how much it would how much good it would do for my life and then what happens is is because we we haven't People who win the lottery haven't cultivated the character necessary to have that much power all of a sudden. Is it. It weaponizes itself inward. You know to to suddenly fall into power and influence like that. it, It opens the door in the floodgates to a whole new set of temptations that you may not have had before. And this is one of the things that, that's difficult for me to remember is, is we got to be careful what we wish for. We, we just might get it because we like to think because we have greener grass syndrome like perpetually. We like to think if only we had X, Y and Z, our lives would be better. But what we don't realize is when we when we have those things, it opens us up to, yes, a whole new set of potential blessings and good. But it also opens us up to a whole new set of temptations. You know, one thing that I I, I do appreciate is uh, there was a comedian that I listened to. Uh, his language isn't the best, but his humor's spot on. It's Sebastian Maniscalco. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he has a skit where he talks about Tiger Woods and how he, you know, he fell into infidelity. And you know, one of his jokes is is, is a a wife and a husband are sitting there watching tiger woods on the news and she's like can you believe this what this guy's done and he's like i'm a walmart greeter i'm not tiger woods i don't have models throwing themselves at me over and over again like the set of temptations that that guy's dealing with compared to me (laughs) are different right and the reason that's a funny joke it's like (laughs) he's like it's like, oh, honey, I, I'm a Walmart greeter. I, I don't know what what it's like to be Tiger Woods. Like, I don't know what temptations this guy faces. I mean, the dude's like a multi like multi hundred millionaire or whatever. It's like, the level of temptation this guy faces is, I, again, I'm not excusing him. Obviously, that's never okay. But the point is, is that the the level of temptation that people that you will face if you have what you want, what you're chasing. is is proportional to the amount of position title and money you have you know And we think we want these things but at the end of the day we may not have the character sufficient to handle them you know on the level that other people i mean you see it over and over again when you watch tv and movies and celebrities and you see the inner workings of their lives and you see that their lives are kind of a mess but it's because i, I mean realistically as you elevate as you rise above Normalcy, and you become a celebrity, you are then forced into a position to face new levels of temptation. And so you got to be careful what you wish for, you know, like if you're chasing these things, be be careful because because if you get them, be prepared. there will it will I don't just mean sexually I mean sexual temptation is always a thing but but there are new posi- like new positions titles and money you will be faced with new types of greed you will be faced with temptations of manipulation you will have power to manipulate people and twist people you will have power to control and so these we we need to know we need to make sure that we have the character necessary as we cultivate this so let's let's not chase positions, title or money. Let's Let's continue to perfect and refine our hearts so that we love other people better, so that if we do fall into a position of title or money, or maybe our strong work ethic and character leads us to that position, that we will be ready, emotionally to handle that sphere of influence, so that it doesn't corrupt us. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And we got to be careful what we wish for. Thank you for listening to me today. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. Before you go, please like, share, and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. That helps feed the algorithms and helps the show grow. Also, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Also, leave a review on those networks, whatever podcast network you're on, because that will help the show grow as well. Before you go, don't forget that This show is brought to you by Audible. My listeners can get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Check out that offer right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. Until next time, I am not impressed by your position, title, or money. I am impressed by how you treat others. So let's make sure we are constantly working on that part of ourselves to treat others well. Until next time, let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can for today, because as always, that is all we can do. Have a good day.